gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We're back with Gene and Chris on the Paracast. Really, really interesting guests coming to us from the first time. Now, it's interesting about where these guests are located. He's about 20 minutes from me. And until today, I have not met him officially. I've never talked to him. Chris has. But we'll get into who that guest is a little bit later. We want to talk, of course, about all sorts of subjects, some of which are related to the political. I hate to do that. Except that right now in Stephenville, Texas, the same location where we have the UFO sightings, there's a trial going on for the person who shot and killed the person who was glorified in the movie American Sniper. That's a Clint Eastwood movie that has grossed like $300 million or something. It's maybe five times more than anything Clint Eastwood has ever done. And I guess when you talk about that, you think back to the Iraq war and the reasons we got into the Iraq war. And then Chris says, you really want to get into trouble? And I said, sure, that's what the Paracast is here for. <laughs> so he says, maybe we should talk about the real reason we wanted to go after Saddam Hussein. And that's because Iraq had a Stargate. Oh, yeah. That, I remember reading it must have been, I don't know, around 2005, I think, or 2004. We we already realized that uh, it was a, a bit of a quagmire we had gotten ourselves into. And some stories came out that I kind of faintly remember, kind of a Michael Cohen type, uh, you know, sort of too good to be true type things. But there was a story floating around that we had a team over there that was going around central and northern Iraq. Uh, because the rumor was that Saddam Hussein had uh, his guys had discovered or uncovered uh, at an archaeological site a, a, a Stargate, like in the movie Stargate. So basically, they thought that maybe this war was started by Dean Devlin, who was one of the producers exactly. of Stargate, or Roland em- Emmerich, or, or anyway, there was some a couple of articles. Is James Spader found in the Stargate. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Kurt Russell probably with his flat top haircut. Um, so anyway, this that's what the, that's how the story went. That the reason why we went in there was not because of to depose a dictator. It wasn't weapons of mass destruction. It wasn't oil. It wasn't uh, at the behest of the Saudis. It was to take control over this alien technology. And um, I remember thinking to myself, "Dang, that someone's going to have to make a movie." About that, that sounds like great Hollywood material. But, but this whole Clint Eastwood movie and and the the uproar that's kind of you know sprung up around it, I, I think is some of the complaints that people have and some of the observations I think are are points well taken. Nowhere in the movie, I have not seen the movie, but according to articles that I've read, um, nowhere is it explained why we went into Iraq and how we were misled as a country um, to go into that particular conflict and uh, totally disrupt the lives of millions of people and and potentially kill or injure upwards of a million Iraqis. Uh, uh, To me, that whole thing is ludicrous. Now we're fiddling around in in the Ukraine, and uh, we're playing uh, kind of, I don't know, some sort of games over there. I'm not really keeping up on what's going on. It's just so, it so disgusts me that 
we're sticking our nose into other people's business like that. Let the you know folks in Odessa and Kiev and Donetsk and these places, let them figure it out for themselves. We have no business going over there fermenting violence and trouble and uh, poking uh, that big Russian bear in the ass with a stick, I think, is, is very unwise. What do you think, Jane? Well, if you look at the entire picture here, some suggest that the reason we even have an ISIS or an ISIL or whatever you want to call them is the fact that we got into Iraq in the first place and we caused all sorts of chaos. And out of the chaos came these terrorist groups. But, you know, that's another story. It's part of the news that you hear every day, and I don't want to belabor the point. The point being, could there have been a Stargate or a rumor of a Stargate that was viable in Iraq? And let's leave it at that. Because this is one of those things that will be a never-ending story and the news will always supplant anything we're going to say on this show. Let's get back to our little corner of the world and leave it at that. But in our corner of the world, we have more and more grandstanding of late. Of course, we have the situation, the unfortunate situation with John Greenwald of the Black Vault over this aborted attempt to post these Project Blue Book archives, the claims that he violated the copyright owned by Ancestry.com, and that got to be really confusing. I don't want to go back to that because I've already said what I'm going to say. Now, when we get our guest on a little bit later, I'm going to ask him about the so-called Roswell slides, you know, the ones found in someone's attic. And now there have been leaked versions or one or maybe both of these slides being presented online And I hear, at least from the blogs from Kevin Randall, he has a blog called A Different Perspective. You can Google it and find it. It's a great place, by the way, to visit. Lots of very important, significant comments from Kevin, who is always outspoken, and all the people who read the blog. And he's pointing out here, I guess, that the revealed slide or slides are the real things, but just blurry versions of them. And that begs the question, if these things are being kept hidden, by Tom Carey, Don Schmidt, they're being kept hidden. How did these disclosures come about? What's going on here, Chris? It's just a tempest in a teacup. As soon as I heard that they involved Jaime Massan, that they were going to rent the 10,000-seat national uh, auditorium in Mexico City, I, you know, the gig was up in my mind. I, this is Ray Santilli and Bob Kiviat in the alien autopsy all over again. Uh, it, it just... Even if these slides are compelling and they do show something that's that's sensational and, and looks real, what does it prove? It doesn't prove anything. Uh, all it proves is we have two slides that show a large-headed, small-bodied humanoid form that there's no providence, there's no evidence chain, there's, there's really no way to establish the bona fides of the alleged alien photographs. And even if there was all these things, you would still be left with just a couple of pictures, you know, now show me a body and show me, uh, you know, workups, uh, necropsy reports and analysis of tissue and, you know, these sorts of things that you would suspect would be somewhere. If we did have alien bodies on ice, they, this type of, these type of postmortem medical procedures obviously would have been conducted. Show me that information. Then I'll, you know, I'll get all excited. Uh, I, I, the fact they're charging what from 300 to 
what $35, I think to $150. I don't know. I think the original price posted was in pesos. So it had to be converted to dollars. But the point being here, you've got an auditorium in Mexico City that holds 10,000 people. And the question I have here, if this is a genuine news event, do you want the mainstream press, the media to take it seriously? Why do you go to another country? Why do you go to Mexico City? Why can't you do this in Washington, D.C.? We are going to call a press conference, you know, work with any disclosure person like a Stephen Bassett. He can get the media out, I guess, and get them in there and say, we are going to present evidence that back in 1947, we captured an alien being. But the other problem I have with it is not just the Kodachram slides. Even if everything they say is true, the emulsion was made in 1947, how do you prove when the pictures were taken? You can stick them in a refrigerator and open the refrigerator 10 years later and take pictures. And then where's the chain of evidence? All you have is a picture. What's in the picture? Is it real? I mean, what do you do? What do you do? Tell us in the next 15 seconds, Chris, about our guest. Well, I can't believe he's not been on the show before, but Alejandro Rojas is the managing director of Open Minds. He's a fountain of information, a great guy, fun guy to be around, and uh, we're looking forward to having him on the show. Alejandro Rojas, joining Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I had already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TECHNIGHTOWL for a special discount. Hi, this is Steve Spillum for Midas Resources. In 1971, President Nixon took the United States off the gold standard and put us into a fiat currency. This allowed Congress and the Federal Reserve to create trillions of dollars out of thin air. The national debt has risen to incredible heights, and your hard-earned dollars buy a small fraction of what they once did. The average life expectancy for a fiat currency is 27 years. The dollar is failing and on borrowed time. When currencies fall, people turn to gold and silver because gold and silver have been real money for more than 5,000 years. It is our mission at Midas Resources resources to help you preserve your capital. Don't let your personal savings shrink to nothing. For important free information on how you can protect your personal wealth, contact me, Steve Spillum, at 1-800-686-2237, extension 308. Call today while we are still accepting dollars for gold and silver. 1-800-686-2237, extension 308. Make a change in your financial security today. That's 1-800-686-2237, extension 308. 
The Genesis Communications Network is one of America's premier broadcasters of captivating talk radio. We thank you for listening. Now, now, just imagine, there are thousands of people who are just as passionate about radio as you are. But what you may not realize is how easy and affordable it is to advertise with us. Radio commercials for your business could be heard on hundreds of radio stations across the U.S. every day. We can help you by creating an effective radio advertising campaign for your company. From script writing to producing your commercial, just like the one you're listening to right now. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us and advertise at GCNlive.com. And an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. On Facebook, on the news, and in conversations with friends, we're bombarded every day with advice on how to be healthier, from gluten-free and non-GMO diets to how much exercise and sleep the body needs. But how much have you heard about alkalizing the body? AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops are a holistic and natural way to get your body's pH levels back in balance. Just a few drops in water will help your body rid itself of harmful waste. And even the healthiest of diets can be complemented with your daily use of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops. Who isn't looking for more vibrance, vigor, and energy? Now buy two bottles of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops and get $10 off your order. Visit AlkaVision.com or call 800-518-7615. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops are packed with a powerful combination of the most alkaline minerals and compounds. Open the door to greater health, vitality, and zest for life. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health. Call 800-518-7615 or head to AlkaVision.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. We have Alejandro Rojas joining us with Gene and Chris. But before we introduce our guests for the very first time on the Paracast, let me tell you he lives five minutes away from me. So for the two and a half years I've lived in this particular part of Arizona, he's been a less than five-minute drive from me. And I don't think we've ever crossed paths, or maybe he saw me on the road and started screaming at me for getting too close to him. I have no idea. But we won't it's get into It's a small that. world, Gene. Sounds like an old Disney song. In any case, I want to tell you about the fact that we are continuing to work on improving the experience for Paracast Plus. And we've gotten some emails from people who want to be able to add the Plus podcast after the Paracast and the ad-free version of the Paracast through iPhone apps like Downcast, which is very popular. And right now we're working on a way to do that. There are a few things we need to make better. And as you join up with Paracast Plus, you'll make it easier for us to add all the necessary features. So we're hoping within a week or two. We'll have a lot more going on. To get more information, go to plus.theparacast.com, P-L-U-S dot theparacast.com. And one more thing. If you order a one-year or a five-year subscription to the Paracast Plus, we'll send you a free copy of the ebook version of Stalking the Tricksters from Chris O'Brien. That famous book, free, with a Paracast Plus subscription of one or five years. And now from Open Minds, my neighbor... 
though I haven't been aware of this before, Alejandro Rojas. Howdy, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. That's cool. Yeah, um, I can't believe you've never been on the show, Alejandro. I know. It's been years and years. And of course, I've, I've heard the show occasionally. Uh, I've known Chris, of course, for many years. And uh, the show is well known. I would say we probably have the two most popular podcasts in this kind of genre. Yeah. So I'm very, very happy to be on the show. Thank you very much. Well, we have a lot to talk about. Um, we like to get guests such as yourself on the show towards the beginning of the year, uh, especially because we we like to talk about some of the uh, <laughs> the news items and some of the stories that made headlines uh, the prior year. And of course, you know, you write for Huffington Post, and you're tuned into uh, because of your your own show and and the uh, the very good spacing out show that you do with Maureen there at Open Minds. Uh, and with Jason and stuff, you you guys always have your pulse on on the breaking news stories of the day. And you know, one of the things we wanted to do was kind of pick your brain and see what you thought about the year t- twenty fourteen and some of the stories that made you sit there and go, hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I think what was fun about the year, and it, this always happens, but maybe even I kind of say this every year, but it seems like more so this year is that when I look to write the year in review stories, I always think, man, there's this was a lame year. There wasn't much that happened. What am I going to write about? Then I go review the year and it's like, holy crap, a lot happened this year and uh, there's a ton to write about. So this was one of those years where really surprising. When I looked it up, there were a lot of really cool things that happened. Well, I don't know if this is a cool thing that happened, but I wanted to get your take on it. We have this ongoing stuff about the alleged Roswell slides. Mm-hmm. All right. We have a large thread in the Paracast forums at forum.theparacast.com where they're talking about nothing else. And <laughs> for those listeners who are looking at what the heck I'm talking about here, if you go to forum.theparacast.com, There's a thread entitled, The Roswell Slides Have Been Leaked Online. Okay? So we start with that, and Chris and I have mentioned it briefly. These things are found in an attic, a couple of slides supposedly depicting some possible or alleged alien creature. And now we're hearing that one or more of those slides has appeared online. What are you hearing? I have not seen any of these slides online. However, I think I know what they're talking about. So essentially, if you look at uh, the latest, which is, you know, mostly this story has been uh, all about, it's been in, in kind of like us, you know, the real people looking at the latest and greatest and kind of the backstory of what the ufologists are a- up to. It hasn't been as it's more mainstream and upfront. So we've been following these details. I've been following this all very closely and I'm friends with Don Schmidt. So I always discuss with him what's going on that way. And, and thus far, uh, up until recently, he's been kind of like, hey, we haven't released our information. What's gotten out there has been uh, not accurate. And it's been you know, released way too early. This is not part of our release plan. Unfortunately, there's there's a guy out there who's gotten some information and, and ran with it before really verifying everything and, and working with the group because they're supposed to be this Roswell dream team they're all working with. But it sounds most- like a Roswell nightmare team, though. It, it doesn't does. seem like they're all getting together. I'm- <laughs> no. So Schmidt and Carrie are evidently, from what I'm hearing, largely going out on their own with this venture. It's not part of what the other members of the dream team are working on. 
I think it could be argued that Schmidt and Carey are the core of the dream team, but another major player in that dream team would be Kevin Randall. And if it were up to me, if uh, you know, my advice uh, would be and has been keep it to you three. You three are more professional. Don't go outside of that core group. But they unfortunately haven't included Kevin Randall, who I think is a cooler, more grounded head. Although, and you guys might agree with Kevin's decision on this, he's kind of said, well, this has gone quite a ways and I don't want anything to do with it at this point, which might be a wise decision. Although he's certainly interested because he's posting a lot of stuff about it. Well, you can't stop talking about it. It's like Roswell itself. For the eight years of the Paracast, we've said, well, this is going to be the last discussion we're going to have about Roswell. We're going to give it up. We can't possibly cover this anymore because it's a dead story. It's a cold case. Maybe someday we'll find some information. Maybe we won't. End of story. And then something new comes on or a guest comes on. Everybody wants to hear from the guest. So now we have the slides. The thing that bothers me about the whole thing is the pre-announcement and the way it's being publicized. I mean, I have no problem with Mexico City or even going there, but why do two American UFO researchers choose a venue in another country to hold a public event? Why can't they just call a press conference in Washington, D.C. and say, here's what we have? Mm -hmm. I don't want to make a loaded dough, Gene. (laughs) And it's not so much a they, I don't think. Being in this field, and I'm sure you all have certainly ran into this many times, where people call you and they say, I've got the best picture or I've got the best video. How much will you pay me for it? Of course, we're always... Because we try to be a news organization, we won't pay you a dime for it. We'll write about it. We'll we'll help you get it analyzed. But we're gonna, this is the same when I worked with MUFON, but we're not going to pay you for it. And there are these people who want these big paychecks. In this case, and hopefully I'm not defying any confidences when I say that, this is more about the owner of the slides and, and that person's decision rather than, I don't think this is the way Don would want it to be released. However, the... You know, Jaime was able to strike a deal and and create this relationship with the owner of the slides. And so he's going with Jaime. And of course, for us, it's frustrating because uh, there's a lot lost in translation, I think, here. In Mexico, it might be okay to, to have all this fanfare and this kind of circus atmosphere around research like what Jaime's doing. And it's something, Jaime, we've seen him do this before. Let's um, go into that in more detail in our next segment, okay? Mm-hmm. Alejandro Rojas joining Gene and Chris. You're in the podcast. Free from the shackles of corporate America, we're the place for independent thinkers. G-C-N. Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at webtv.net. That's Mr. UFO at webtv.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. 
Genesis is defined as an origin, creation, or the beginning. Genesis Communications Network began with the mission of providing you with the kind of compelling content you're listening to now. And at GCNlive.com, you'll find a free archive of our nation's history, narrated by GCN hosts. Explore, share, and pass down to future generations. GCN is the future of talk radio, but we should always strive to learn from our past. Together, we are GCNlive.com. GCN. It's no secret that government and big business buy in bulk and get huge discounts not available to the little guy. Until now. Introducing a breakthrough crowd-buying website where people can join together, buy in bulk, and get massive discounts on millions of popular products. It's TogetherSave.com. TogetherSave.com. You can save 20, 30, or even 50% off tablets, smartphones, cars, appliances, textbooks, sports equipment, video games, and much more. All with free delivery. Check it out. TogetherSave.com. Visit now and start group buying today at TogetherSave.com. I'm Kay Swirling from KSCO Radio in Santa Cruz. I'm 93 years old, and I'm a big fan of Alex Jones because he has the courage to speak his mind more than just about anyone I know. Alex is just as bothered as I am about all the advertising you hear for toxic prescription drugs that make you sicker, not healthy. I'd prefer to give my body all 90 essential nutrients it needs for life to prevent prevent disease, not compound it. My favorite complete supplement is Beyond Tangy Tangerine from Longevity, which I take every day along with EFA Plus and Beyond OsteoFX. I recommend you go online to InfoWarsTeam.com to purchase these products and make them part of your daily regimen to get healthy and live longer. InfoWarsTeam.com Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional and installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV say goodbye to the cable guy cut costs and get more 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV This is Robert Hastings, author of UFOs and Nukes, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So we're covering the Roswell slides and the way it's being presented. Alejandro Rojas from Open Minds joins us on the Paracast. Would you continue, please, explaining what's going on here? Yeah, essentially, we're getting to how, you know, Jaime's kind of created like this marketing kind of circus atmosphere around these slides and research, which is uh, certainly, I think, uh, hurts the credibility of the work and the research and the slides themselves. But it's something that Jaime does, you know, that we've seen him do this before. It's his kind of thing. And maybe that plays well. And maybe that's expected. In Mexico City. But uh, not here. Yeah. 
the interest is so high down there that you would yeah. be able to fill a 10,000 seat arena. Well, maybe. That's what he thought five years ago when he held a conference. Part of the big news around the conference, which, you know, to be honest, okay, I'm friends with Jaime. I, I get a lot. We certainly don't see eye to eye on things, but a lot of this conference, uh, at least his part around this conference, was around this body of a squirrel monkey that he thought was an alien that he was talking about. Again, this circus kind of atmosphere. He got on the Discovery Channel and was playing this for everything that he could. And he thought this conference was going to have like five to 7,000 people. And he had this huge place that he rented and it didn't. He was going to do an annual conference, but he lost a lot of money. It was beautifully produced. You should have seen it. We, were, we flew to Mexico City to, to cover it. And it was amazing. It was better than any conference here. It was spare no expense, stage, lighting, everything. But it was a huge flop. So he thought he was going to get all these people and he didn't. He ended up losing money where he thought he was going to make money. I am extremely skeptical that he can fill a 10,000-person stadium and what has he got to show? They've already kind of, for lack of a better term, they've kind of already blown their load here in that they've given about all the details they can. The only thing they haven't done is shown the slides. And I think this thing about people saying the slides have been released online, one of the researchers released a video where he's excited. It's this Crotochrome photographic historian, I guess, who validated that the slides were from that time period. Looks like he's really excited about it and he's going to do his own documentary. So he released a trailer in conjunction with the press conference Jaime did. And in that trailer... He's kind of making an image of what he thinks the alien looks like based off of the slide. And there is a screenshot where you see half of this alien, uh, what looks like from the slide's face. So that could be what people are talking about in that the face of this thing seems to be released. So there's a lot out there and there's not much to show at the stadium. I just wonder why Carrie and Schmidt would agree to this if they believe that what they have is the real thing. Why get involved in a sideshow? Because well, right I, now, I don't see a lot of the chatter that I read being terribly favorable about the thing. It comes mm -hmm. across as just an effort to hype some kind of public event and make some money. Well, it's hard. And I would like to ask both of you, um, because you guys have been in this field, what you would do, because I ask myself the same question, and I don't know that I've come up with a definitive answer. Okay, let's say you found a piece of evidence, you organized the research around it, but you didn't own it. You know, it was owned by a third party. And this happens. I've dealt with this before. Um, you all probably have too. And this third party decides to release it in, in against your advice in a way that undermines the credibility. What are you going to do? Then just wash your hands of it and walk away and not talk about the research that you did. Uh, so it's 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 a hard case, and I think that's where Don especially is. Is he can't he can't walk away that he's got to share you know what the research that he helped organize, and uh, so it's it's a tough spot I think that uh, Don and Tom are in. Well, I think in a situation like that, maybe they should have done more to set the ground rules before getting involved. Because this is why you have problems like this, because mm -hmm. somebody decides they want to do something that's going to provide an income stream, perhaps, or a lot yeah. of publicity. Then you have two people who are supposed to be serious researchers, and they're brought up in the thick of it, and it turns into a three-ring circus. And no matter what they present, whatever they deliver at this event, 
I don't see how it could meet the hype. It's just going to be one of those failed efforts to present alleged evidence of alien visitations. And we're back at square one again. I agree with you there. Best case scenario, we get a a picture of what could be an alien, um, you know, but we can't talk to the people who took the picture. We don't know the context it was taken in. We don't know who took it. We can't ask anybody about that. So we've just got this interesting picture. That proves absolutely nothing, even if it is from 1947. There's no link to Roswell. We don't know for sure. Oh, just because possibly some aliens crashed in Roswell doesn't mean that this slide is from that. So that's best case scenario. On top of that, then you have it released by Jaime Musan, who has backed several cases that have turned out to be hoaxes, uh, which further undermines the credibility of, of the photo. So you're right. I mean, a best case scenario is here's another possible alien from Jaime, but knowing Jaime, who falls for uh, hoaxes and has, you know, uh, promoted hoaxes in the past, you got to take it with a grain of salt. So, you're, I mean, the the end game for this whole thing is not that positive. There'll be some news from it, probably. Uh, if mainstream picks it up, they'll probably make fun of it. Uh, mainstream media I've talked to thus far are. Ex- Extremely skeptical, uh, even of the best case scenario. So uh, if they cover it, there'll be lots of tongue in cheek. And um, and yeah, so it the end game is not so great, really, um, for all the fervor. I mean, this is partly one of the arguments we have with someone like a Stephen Bassett who wants to get disclosure. But he holds events. And it's a different thing than what you folks do with the International UFO Congress, where you're holding an event for people interested in the subject. It's not a scientific presentation. It's for the public, and you have a variety of speakers. But when you're trying to go to the government and get them interested in investigating UFOs further to hold congressional hearings, you have to be real circumspect about the level of speakers you present. Because if you're not, the media and the politicians will look at the least of it, seize upon that, and that's the end of the story. I agree with you 150 percent. Only 150? I'm hurt. Well, I was going to say 150,000, but I thought that might be overkill. People will uh, think that you're just pandering to me, and you're not. I never met you before. Like, well, how about infinity percent? I agree with you. I agree with that. Infinity percent. That's cool. I'll dig (laughs) that. Yes, sir. But I agree with you wholeheartedly there, Uh, I think, you know, certainly the UFO Congress is more populist. Uh, We're trying to present the field and not impose our own feelings or opinions on the field, but just present the field as it is, what people believe, what our uh, audience believes uh, or is interested in completely. So we're trying to, from the fringe to the credible, we've had scientists. uh, So we try to run the whole gamut there. But you're exactly right. Someone like, uh, you know, Robert Hastings gets this. He did it the right way uh, when he went to the to the press conference or the Washington Press Club. And, you know, he had military witnesses. That's the way you do it. That's, those are credible people. And, you know, you see CNN pick it up. But Bassett is more of a populist person. You know, in fact, I, I was just uh, luckily I got to go to New York for a, a movie junket. Um, and uh, so I got to have lunch with Lee Spiegel just yesterday. And we were talking about this. And I think Bassett kind of uh, represents 
those people who want to believe. It's almost a, a religious sort of thing, but it's a, also a political thing. I mean, political beliefs are certainly at odds with the science and the research um, constantly. I mean, that's, that's a constant thing. And Bassett is a guy who represents those people who have a lot of these beliefs, regardless of whether they are substantiated by research and, and proof. And I am not confident, having known Bassett and interviewed him many times, that he understands what the media or the mainstream are looking at or what they believe are evidence versus what he believes is evidence. Let's go back into that in our next segment with Alejandro Rojas and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. A little right, a little left, but always independent-minded. The Genesis Communications Network, GCN. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. If the IRS has garnished your paycheck or seized money from your bank account, you need to get professional tax help now. Fast action is required to put a halt to these aggressive IRS collection tactics. You can count on the knowledgeable team of tax professionals at Wall & Associates. With over 30 years of experience, Wall & Associates has settled the tax problems of thousands of taxpayers for a small fraction of what they owed. For a free face-to-face consultation, call 1-800-425-4610 to put a wall between you and the IRS. 1-800-425-4610 or look for us on the web at wallandassociates.net. We solve tax problems. If you hire Walland Associates today, you'll never have to talk to the IRS again. To stop the levies and seizures today, take action now. Call Walland Associates at 1-800-425-4610. Wall and Associates. 1-800-425-4610. Based on actual cases, results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. This is Rick Osick, president of Famous Footwear. Our company is working together with the March of Dimes through March for Babies to raise money and awareness about the serious problem of premature birth in the U.S. As a business leader, I know that babies born very sick or too soon cost businesses billions of dollars each year, in addition to the emotional stress on employees and their families. That's why Famous Footwear is committed to raising funds to improve the health of moms and babies everywhere. Won't you please join us in the March for Babies? Start a team today at marchforbabies.org. 
We love that you're passionate about GCN. And whether you're a listener, a business owner, or a radio industry professional, we've redesigned the new GCN newsletter to keep you in the know. Get updates on your favorite GCN shows and hosts. Go to GCNlive.com and click on the banner in the upper left corner. Just for signing up, you're automatically entered for monthly giveaways. Start receiving your newsletter today. The future of talk radio. GCN. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 866-91-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Call 866-91-STEEL. That's 866-917-8335. Hi, this is nuclear physicist lecturer Stanton Friedman. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com to check out our new Paracast Plus premium package. You'll learn how to sign up, get subscriptions. We have a monthly. If you don't have a lot to spend, we have them annually and we have a five-year program. You get the ad-free version of the PowerCast where we take out 41 minutes of those network ads. So from two hours and 39 minutes, it goes down to an hour and 58 minutes. As a result, you get the pure show. You also get a higher resolution copy, copied right from the master recording. You get the after the PowerCast podcast. We have a PowerCast plus TV channel in the works with producer Ron James. And one more thing. If you order a one-year or a five-year subscription to the Paracast Plus, we'll send you a free copy of the ebook version of Stalking the Tricksters from Chris O'Brien. That famous book, free, with a Paracast Plus subscription of one or five years. Lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff with Alejandro Rojas. Now, we got into a couple of debates with Stephen Bassett early on in the Paracast, where we questioned him about vetting his speakers, his presenters at these events. And he basically said, and sometimes in not very calm words, I don't care. And that's Mm -hmm. something he doesn't seem to understand. And what worries me about that, and more so about, of course, the Roswell Circus that's going to happen in Mexico City in May, is that this makes it harder to convince people that the UFO mystery is a mystery and is significant. You know, I always look at the field from a high level. So I try not to invest my hopes and and dreams on what may happen in the future, uh, but in just what it is. In other words, you're practical. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, whether or not it hampers what people believe 
believe it is what it is. You know, there's a we, we're not going to be able to stop the people out there um, who who undermine credit their own credibility and thus the field's credibility. Um, there's always going to be these extremely fringe characters who are vying for uh, you know to, the limelight and and get it quite often uh, and with material that that is hurtful. Uh, you, you know, if you look at, at Someone like Greer recently or or Bassett or some of these others. Now, uh, just because I agree with disagree with them, though, doesn't necessarily mean that all of these people are doing this uh, because they uh, are for malicious reasons. I think a lot of times they believe that they're doing something positive and moving towards something. And you know what? More than anything, I think. Bassett is a perfect, he represents the, the populace uh, of the, the kind of average UFOer out there, the kind of non-researcher. I don't think he would, he even says, you know, he's not a researcher. Uh, he's the guy who's just out there who believes this or believes that rather than looking for proof and evidence. And I agree with you with, he's vetting these speakers on popular opinion or his own gut instinct, whether or not there is evidence as far as what these people are saying. That's why he, in particular, is treated very poorly by the press. When people make fun of Stephen Bassett, the press makes fun of him all of the time. And it's not because they're making fun of this field. It's because they're making fun of the information that Bassett is presenting because he's presenting poor, silly stuff that is not vetted, that is not what they're looking for as far as evidence. 90% of the coverage that we get is positive, not that we have people who are fully vetted either at our conference. However, we call it what it is. You know, we don't tell people this is evidence that something is happening. We just say, you know, there's a lot of beliefs in this field. Here's what these people believe or that people believe. Or if we have a scientist, we will talk about here's some hard science or here's some evidence or witness testimony, calling it what it is instead of calling it proof. Because honestly, we have no proof of extraterrestrial visitation period, zero, none. Uh, we have evidence and mostly anecdotal, which is uh, interesting, but uh, it's not conclusive. So when you call something proof and it's not, you know, you're going to get made fun of. Uh, MUFON, for example, when they frame things correctly also, and even when they don't, honestly, most of the press MUFON gets is very positive. They, they're taking very seriously. So it's all in what and how you present like you've talked about. And so uh, I hope people understand that when Bassett is getting made fun of by the mainstream, he's really brought it upon himself. And if he uh, took the advice of, of some of us, you know, researchers or some, or some other media people in this field uh, and framed his, what he was saying better, moving away from kind of these catchphrases like truth embargo and, and stuff like this stuff he, that is unprovable extraterrestrial visitation it would play better for him in the mainstream he would be treated better but i don't know that that's necessarily what he's looking for because using what these terms that he does use gets him a larger audience and then he's kind of a spokesman and he's a, he's a voice to kind of that regular joe out there who believes aliens are here and believes all of these things are real. So he is who he is and he's he's his popularity is is so high amongst people in this arena because he is who he is and he does things that way. And by the way, if you want to rag on Jaime Musan, he's going to be in Arizona at the International UFO Conference this year. 
so we can all go after him, Chris and I. I'm joking. <laughs> well, you know, I like Jaime. I think he's a, he's a really nice guy. I think he's well-intentioned. I think he's naive as hell. If it looks good to Jaime, boy, he'll run with it. Mm-hmm. I spoke at a conference in November. Um, I mentioned this prior on the show that uh, I sat through his presentation, and he just clip after clip after clip, photograph after photograph, video after video. And I'll tell you, sprinkled in amongst obvious uh, misidentified natural phenomena, obvious CGI hoaxes, but sprinkled in were some really, really good quality, uh, what I feel are Truffaut's real anomalous aerial object footage. Um, but it was all given the same amount of gravitas. So, you know, it's it's like the twins who shall not be named. You know, occasionally, from what I understand, there are, there is good footage uh, you know, maybe a small single digit percentage, but but it just is totally overshadowed and is totally lost in the in the noise. Uh, the signal uh, has a very poor chance of of shining and, you know, being louder and stronger and more and more obvious uh, when it's surrounded by so much, you know, and, and some of these hoaxes are getting pretty sophisticated and they're, they're getting pretty good at it. At fooling the uh, the average person who doesn't have the training to really differentiate between reality and um, and fantasy, but Jaime is a nice guy. Uh, but man, some <laughs> he's got to go to ufological school or something, or give that guy some <laughs> analytical training on how to how to really determine whether footage or photographs are real or not. And, and some of this stuff was laughably bad. It's funny you say that he didn't care. I feel exactly like you do. And I always have watching his presentations that, yeah, it's like misidentification, misidentification, hoax, misidentification. Ooh, that's interesting. Misidentification, you know, and that's kind of the whole how his talks go. But you know what? More and more, the people at the conference are feel the same way. So more and more, I'm hearing people come out of his talk and say, wow, there's some really cool stuff there. There was a lot of stuff that are hoaxes or that are balloons, but there's some cool stuff there. So it's good to hear that I think a lot of people are becoming a little more sophisticated towards that. And I like to think that, you know, groups of people like us getting out there and trying to find out what things are informing people. And I know Jaime follows our site because he'll send us emails when he gets disappointed about us debunking something or writing about something that has been debunked that he thinks is interesting but like a lot of the Pococatepetl you know volcano sightings which are often birds that uh, they think are UFOs or, 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 or other things so he knows that there are explanations for a lot of these things, but uh, I guess he just disregards them. And of course, I feel as, as a journalist, you know, you need to present. If someone has come out and said, I think that this is this, you need to tell people yeah. that even yeah, if absolutely. you disagree. It's part of the story. So it's like Temple Rock is one big one he's been running with. I mean, very few people know because I, I, I was suspicious of the videos, but Israeli news, you need to did a great job researching this and essentially pinned down and uh, was able to discover it was all a hoax. You know, we well produced hoax. Yeah. I mean, these guys were movie producers. One of them was a teacher, a film teacher. Another was his friend who is a, his partner who is a film producer and the others were his students in his film class. Uh, these were stu- people. He said he didn't know who they were, but it turned out he was lying and it wasn't very hard for the Israeli to news to find out 
Well, these were students in his film class, so he had right. to admit. Alejandro Rojas continues. We're looking over now interesting events in UFO research or not so interesting. More to come with Gene and Chris here in the Paracast. Independently leading the way for the nation. Compelling talk for every political persuasion. We are GCN. Are you hungry for delicious, nutritious, rich, and satisfying home-cooked meals? Discover the Vita Clay 4-in-1 Smart Organic Cooker. Unglazed Zisha Clay, an ancient secret that makes this fast multi-cooker so special. Infusing your food with incredible flavors, perfect texture, vitamins, and minerals for your good help. It's a slow cooker, rice cooker, a steamer, plus a yogurt maker. Go to VitaClayChef.com and enter promo code RADIO20 for 20% off at checkout. That's VitaClayChef.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, then carting to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing tax to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Hi, Ted Anderson. I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. What good is a big Berkey water filter? We get that question a lot here at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. And in a word, the answer is protection. Protection from water main breaks, E. coli contamination, environmental chemical spills, pesticide runoff, chlorine taste and smell, and all forms of fluoride. Plus, Big Berkey Water Filters are the original gravity water filter system and most trusted on the market for a reason. Tested by multiple independent NSF EPA certified labs, they are the gold standard in water purification. At only 1.7 cents a gallon, a single set of filters can last for 5 to 10 years. That means big savings. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get a Big Berkey today at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. GCN listeners receive 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit our website or call 1-877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We spent the first third of the show, really, Alejandro Rojas, talking about things that maybe we don't like seeing in the UFO field, the sideshow aspect presenting events or discussions for entertainment purposes that may sometimes work at loggerheads to serious research. But looking over 2014, were there any significant events and or sightings that we really need to focus on? You said, for example, you didn't think there was a lot there and you started looking and you found something to look and discuss about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. First of all, thanks for welcoming me back to the Paracast. Did that sound you cool? You do that good, man. All right. We have to hire you. We have a recording <laughs> we're going to have with Bryce Sable and a few other people doing the Paracast, the, oh, the, cool. the shadow-like laughter from Nick Redfern. And now Alejandro Rojas joins us. 
I do a good evil laugh too. I think uh, I, I wrote a story called Top 10 UFO Videos of 2014. And I do think these are all really interesting videos. Um, one of them, for instance, is... The video itself is it's kind of strange, but it's short. It's one from Pennsylvania, uh, but I like it because the police went out to investigate what these people were seeing, and they said, we don't know. That looks like a UFO. They watched it. They didn't know what it was, and then when the news contacted the police— they sent a representative, uh, a press guy, to come and talk to the news. And he said, yeah, our guys went out there. They didn't know what it was. So, yeah, our guys saw some UFOs. It was really cool that these policemen were uh, not afraid to say, hey, yeah, they're, you know, these were UFOs. We didn't know what they were. So that kind of the story around that, this was in Paxton Township, is one that makes that a cool story. But there are a couple videos Probably two of them that I think are cool. And I think this is where some of the fruit, uh, some of the best stuff is going to continue to come from. And that's from night vision video. As more and more people get night vision equipment and uh, do some sky watching, of course, it's very expensive. So it's difficult to get your hands on. But more and more people are using it and getting some interesting things. In 2014, uh, one in May of 2014 and another one in November uh, in Michigan, or no, that wasn't November. That was, uh, yeah, November in Michigan. People caught uh, triangular-shaped lights with their night vision. One of these was caught by a guy who is uh, a career military guy. Actually, now he's out of the military, but he's he's a contractor for the military. He teaches um, combat, essentially fighting. But he also has had a lot of different things that he's done over the years, and he has night vision, and he goes out UFO hunting with his night vision occasionally, and uh, he caught this triangular-shaped object with his night vision. Uh, this is one where I disagree with Mark D'Antonio. I, I, you know, I know him well. He's the MUFON chief photo analyst, and uh, he's got a background in science and optics and and. Uh, He's a cool guy, and he, he actually, even though he believes in UFOs, may, believes he may even have had experiences, he has not seen a video or photo that he uh, felt was convincing yet. So I like to run things by him. This was the same. He thought this was possibly a refueling. Uh, these lights could not be seen with the naked eye. However, military jets do have a covert mode where their lights can only be seen in night vision. However, this was over a populated area. And Mark thinks they were in covert mode doing uh, a refueling mission. So you have a large plane and like a stealth or something coming and refueling in the sky. That uh, a lot of experts and military people have said would not happen over a populated area. There's no way. No refueling at all would happen over a populated area, let alone in covert mode. And I don't think that's what the video shows. You know, Mark produced some pictures, and I found my my own of uh, these sort of, of activities. And I don't think they look similar. So uh, Ben Hansen is another guy who has ran this across some other people and looked at it himself. He owns a night vision company. He disagrees with Mark as well. I think that's a really cool video. The other one, the one from Michigan, this guy filmed these triangular shaped uh, cruising across the sky with his night vision. It's really cool. I think it's interesting and very strange. Cool video. There's other stuff in the video that he thinks is UFOs. I, I don't agree at all. I think it's bugs and, and other things. But uh, the triangular shaped one 
in there is really strange, pretty cool. So uh, those were a couple of cool ones. Otherwise, one of my other favorites is from the Netherlands. And I don't know if you guys are aware of this one, the blue UFO. And this is a guy who is near the Hague. He's a few miles south on the Rhine River. And he was filming some boats at the dock. And he noticed this blue UFO-shaped object, kind of like the old 50s photos or something, hovering over uh, the dock. He, he zoomed in on it. He had a fairly decent camera. And you could get this, this weird um, think that was hovering over the dock. A great video, I think. And uh, the news covered it. So there's this uh, Netherlands news story on it. And uh, they're baffled as well. But that's another one of my favorites from 2014. I, I do. Uh, I'm familiar with the uh, the Netherlands footage. And I agree that that is very evocative. Uh, it, it's good stuff. There's There were a number, I think, of sightings uh, that were captured this year that... Um, that are, uh, let's put it this way, they're much more difficult to to uh, just offhandedly dismiss and uh, even come up with explanations to explain them. Uh, so one thing that I, I, I can agree with is Mark D'Antonio is a very a hard sell when it comes to yeah. signing off on footage, although he made noises like he'd be interested to see the real thing, which uh, anybody who's in the field that ever makes it to the D.C. area should visit Ray Stanford, because I'll guarantee you, if you have any sort of background in optics, um, his stuff is just it, it'll just put you back in your chair. It is so awesome. And, uh, you know, he's really starting to get some attention out at Goddard Space Flight Center. Um, he's presented. Uh, his uh, portions of his presentation to a number of scientists out there. Uh, he's really created a buzz. Uh, there's a, a chance that he will be actually doing a full-scale presentation for their um, their presentation series out there. And if that happens, uh, it, it's going to be a game changer, no, no question, because these guys are rocket scientists. And if they sign off on something, people are going to sit up and take notice. And uh, they already have privately a number of them. I can't drop any names. Um, I do. I'm aware of, of the identities of a number of the people that have been there and seen this and come back for repeated, uh, you know, more and more of the presentation. It's the total presentation is two days long. He has whittled it down into, you know, <laughs> a couple hour bites uh, by subject matter. So he is demonstrating uh, some pretty interesting, um, I think he's, he's replicating, uh, some of his hypotheses. You can see the replication of the ghost imaging time compression type, type artifacts, um, that are cropping up and not only his, uh, material, but other material that he's, um, analyzed as well from other sources. So I think there is uh, a chance scientifically that we're going to see some breakthroughs, not only with Ray's work, but, but possibly with other, um, research efforts and analytical efforts that are going on out there. And and this is actually a pretty exciting time, even though we're getting lost, as Antonio, Alejandro rather pointed out, uh, we're getting lost in this religious fervor uh, end of this whole um, scenario. And that's, that's really, uh, it's disheartening um, and a little disconcerting. But, but I think that the hard science uh, angle is really going to bring uh people's heads back around to um 
to a proper place, I think, uh, in regards to this uh, material. And and I, I do agree uh, that night vision uh, equipment does open up a whole new world of possibilities. Uh, many of our listeners are probably aware of Ed Grim, Grimley. Grimsley. Grimsley. <laughs> Ed Grimley, wasn't he the uh, Martin Short uh, prancing around with a yeah. little triangle on Saturday Night Live? But Ed Grimsley... Um, I've seen some of the stuff that he's gotten with his night vision, and there is definitely some interesting things flying around that you normally cannot see with the unaided eye. By the way, we do not do the Paracast with night vision goggles, as they do in a lot of those reality shows. Right. We have Alejandro Rojas with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. First game attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Friends, this is Alex Jones for MidasResources.com. For more than 15 years, I have exclusively used Midas Resources for all my precious metal needs. Whether it's bullion or collectibles you're looking for, Midas Resources is simply the best. I own my gold as a hedge against inflation. This Federal Reserve fiat currency could go the way of the Deutschmark and the Weimar Republic anytime. In these historically dangerous times, it makes sense to physically hold gold and silver. Midas already has some of the best deals in the industry. But if you give them a call and mention the radio special, they will give you a list of the day's super specials. Midas brokers are standing by to answer all your questions at 800-686-2237. They also have a lot of informative free literature explaining the opportunities and risk of holding precious metals. They are ready to answer your questions at 800-686-2237. Again, that's 800-686-2237. Pick up the receiver. With your heart racing and sweat dripping from your forehead, you finally muster the courage to dial the number to call into your favorite talk radio show. It rings once, twice, and then... Hello, it's GCN. What's your name and the state you're calling from? Surprised you got through, you squeak out. Jason from Minnesota. Please hold. As you patiently wait for your turn, you begin to daydream about being a famous talk radio host and what it would be like to have your own show. Jason from Minnesota, you're up. Millions of loyal listeners worldwide waiting to call and talk to you. Caller, are you there? Cheering crowds surround you, calling out your name. Jason! Jason! Showing once. Twice. Okay, we gotta move on to the next caller. You blew it. Huh? Wait, no! Interact with the host you're listening to right now, online at GCNlive.com. Click on the community link. Engage with other listeners. Ask questions. Start debates. Don't agree with the host? Let them know. Be a part of the community at GCNlive.com. 
On Facebook, on the news, and in conversations with friends, we're bombarded every day with advice on how to be healthier, from gluten-free and non-GMO diets to how much exercise and sleep the body needs. But how much have you heard about alkalizing the body? AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops are a holistic and natural way to get your body's pH levels back in balance. Just a few drops in water will help your body rid itself of harmful waste. And even the healthiest of diets can be complemented with your daily use of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops. Who isn't looking for more vibrance, vigor, and energy? Now buy two bottles of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops and get $10 off your order. Visit AlkaVision.com or call 800-518-7615. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops are packed with a powerful combination of the most alkaline minerals and compounds. Open the door to greater health, vitality, and zest for life. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health. Call 800-518-7615 or head to AlkaVision.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. We're continuing looking over significant events for 2014. General chatter about the UFO field with... Alejandro Rojas. Notice I'm not going too far into disclosure because I think we're trying to be positive about positive <laughs> developments in the field, not the negative ones. Chris? We do have some questions uh, at our question bank at forum.theparacast.com. There's uh, a number of them. And, and one story that um, kind of cropped up a little bit in, in 2014 was the APRO files. A certain portion of them have been released that I guess were duplicates of the main cache of reports that are under lock and key by this couple here in in the Sedona area who will not answer their phone calls and will not uh, entertain any sort of uh, overtures of gaining access to the entire files. But some of them have been, I think, digitized and released. And uh, one of our questions uh, comes from Wade Ridsdale, who's a a longtime poster at forum.theparacast.com. And he's wondering, Alejandro, if there's any chance we'll be seeing a new batch of these APRO files uh, released and and uploaded onto the net. Well, we released this year a bunch of them. So what we did, we have the Wendell Stevens collection and Wendell Stevens was uh, part of APRO and uh, he had some hard copies of the APRO bulletins, essentially like 1955 to somewhere in the 1960s. So we painstakingly digitized those and got those online a couple years ago. And uh, since we have I've been in contact with Richard Hayden. He was one of the editors of the APRO Bulletin, and he helped us get the remainder. So now we have pretty much every APRO Bulletin online. So I just got Richard Hayden. He had from 1975 and later. uh, He helped us get those digitized. Uh, They're PDFs that are searchable, and uh, there's a letter from him on there kind of giving a background of the APRO files as well. So yeah, we just got those files online. So essentially now, finally, all of the bulletins are online. As for the files themselves, yeah, like you've talked about, because it would be really interesting. I know Travis Walton, because APRO kind of was famous for covering the Travis Walton case, and it caused a lot of controversy uh, because there were some groups who weren't willing to touch it. But 
he has some files from them that aren't in uh, all of the records, but that those are the only files I know of out there because, like you said, this couple who have been in trouble with the law. I can't remember their names right now, but if you Google their names, you'll see, you know, they've been running scams all over the place. And uh, I think of even, I don't know if they've been in prison, but they've uh, been running from the police several times. So they had these, they have the files. And and Tina Choate, uh, if you want to do a search. They have the files. They were trying to sell them for tens of thousands of dollars. No one was biting. And the Question now is one of their warehouses was raided and everything confiscated by the police. And some people feel that uh, the files were part of that. And so a lot of people are suspicious if they even have the files anymore or not. And they have not been coming out and uh, asking people, you know, looking to sell them in the last few years. Like you said, no one can get a hold of them. So it's a sad state. Nobody knows what happened to all of their files. I actually did a a gratis, uh, what I thought was going to be a quid pro quo effort for them. I videotaped some um, Albuquerque uh, Department of Environmental Quality meetings uh, pertaining to a development that was supposed to go in, a subdivision that was supposed to go in uh, all along the Oak Creek here in the Sedona area. And so I, I told them, I will, I will videotape and do all this work for you if you allow me access to the files for three cases. Hmm. And they agreed. And they said that they would do it. I did all the work and then they totally backed out. Oh so they, they owe me. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look like they're apt to want to make good on that. And if they've been accused or engaging in different schemes why can you trust anything at all that they say yeah this was before all that all this uh, legal legal stuff has been in the last four or five years my actual involvement with, with them was back eight or nine years ago but i was attempting to get ted phillips some uh, very important information on the czechoslovakian uh, mountain uh, the supposed millions-year-old uh, object that's supposedly buried in the mountains there. Uh, Ray Stanford had um, a case uh, or two that he wanted to uh, gain access to the files that he knew were in the APRO files. And uh, and somebody else, I, it, it kind of escapes me right now, but, but they said, sure, we'll go ahead and do this if you help us out. And, of course, I spent a couple of months helping them out on my own dime. And... Um, Come to find out that, uh, you know, that all of a sudden they, they moved and stopped answering their phone. And it's uh, and then the rest is um, a tawdry affair of appropriating a million dollar gem and mineral collection. And I, I could go into details, but these people are I don't know how they managed to finagle the files in the first place uh, just before Heineck died. Yeah. When I think it was, they were they were supposed to make those open to the public, right? But they took them and ran with them and tried to sell them. So they obviously are not uh, scrupulous people. They they did not they don't hold to any of their promises. No, they don't. So basically, what they're doing here is they are trying to find a way, possibly, to monetize this collection. If that doesn't right. happen, or they're so busy and involved in their legal hangups, it doesn't happen. Let's move away from that because that gets to be disheartening information. <laughs> Is there anything we can be optimistic about as a result of what yeah, might let's happen? See. Let me look at this last year. There are a couple of stories that are disheartening. That one's a negative one. Um, that one's a negative one. <laughs> so unfortunately, you know, there's, let's see what's, oh, I think this is kind of interesting. This guy in Kalmykia, 
which is a Russian part of the Russian Federation. It's a state that is kind of near the Middle East, uh, but also near, uh, you know, and near Turkey, kind of near uh, Eastern Europe. And it's actually a Buddhist country, which is really strange. The president there, Kirsan Ilyumzanov, is also head of the International Chess Federation. And what's interesting is this guy says he's been abducted by aliens. He's a multimillionaire. He's friends with Putin. Uh, he was president of this country for a small period of time. He was the elected president, but now Putin he is the guy who chooses the presidents of all the states. They don't get to elect them. But Putin kept him in power for a long period of time, and, and he just left just a couple of years ago. But they're still friends. But uh, the interesting story is, is he popped up in the news again because Putin helped him to do some promotion to win uh, his essentially a stint as the president of the chess federation was up and he had to get reelected and he went up against uh, the chess, this Russian guy, he's well known. He's like the most well known chess player. And of course it came up. Yeah, I think that's him. And it came up, you know, oh, this guy believes in aliens. He believes he is abducted. So the story came up some more. But because with Putin's help, he was able to win the uh, presidency of the Chess Federation again. But it's a really interesting story. I mean, the guy seems like a really nice guy. Uh, We've written several stories on him. There's videos of him talking about being uh, abducted by aliens. But at least that's positive, I think, right? Okay, let's have more positive stuff in our next segment with Gene and Chris and Alejandro Rojas. You're in the Paracast. The nation's largest independently owned and operated talk radio network. The Genesis Communications Network. GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com It's no secret that government and big business buy in bulk and get huge discounts not available to the little guy. Until now. Introducing a breakthrough crowd-buying website where people can join together, buy in bulk, and get massive discounts on millions of popular products. It's Togethersave.com. Togethersave.com. You can save 20, 30, or even 50% off tablets, smartphones, cars, appliances, textbooks, sports equipment, video games, and much more. All with free delivery. Check it out. Togethersave.com. Visit now and start group buying today at Togethersave.com. Hi, this is Larry Smith. Sometimes bad things happen to good people, like when the jeweler ruined my ring and wouldn't do anything about it. But when my Legal Shield attorney called him and told him what my rights were, I received a check for over $2,100. Worry less and live more with lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com or call 855-340-SAVE. 
Again, 855-340-7283. Results will vary from case to case. The human body is extraordinary. Despite all the stresses we inflict upon it, it still works hard to stay in balance. Thousands upon thousands of people rely upon heart and body extract to help their body stay balanced. This excellent 100% natural herbal formula helps maintain healthy blood pressure levels, cleans arteries, promotes good circulation, balances cholesterol, and more. HB extract paired with healthy lifestyle choices like good nutrition and exercise can give you a life free of pain, sickness, and fear. Recapture your youthful vitality and experience your body healing itself with the aid of HB extract. It's extremely effective and it starts working in just days. Visit hbextract.com to learn more and to read scores of testimonials from satisfied customers. And we've never increased our price in over 10 years. That makes heart and body extract as great a value now as it was the first day we sold it. A healthy heart is a happy heart. Call 866-295-5305 or go to hbextract.com. What good is a Big Berkey water filter? We get that question a lot here at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. And in a word, the answer is protection. Protection from water main breaks, E. coli contamination, environmental chemical spills, pesticide runoff, chlorine taste and smell, and all forms of fluoride. Plus, Big Berkey water filters are the original gravity water filter system and most trusted on the market for a reason. Tested by multiple independent NSF EPA certified labs, they are the gold standard in water purification. At only 1.7 cents a gallon, a single set of filters can last for 5 to 10 years. That means big savings. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get a Big Berkey today at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. GCN listeners receive 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit our website or call 1-877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. Tormay, screenwriter, producer. You're listening to Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Positive. Okay, that's a good way of putting it. Positive. I've never, never looked at alien abduction as a as a as a positive thing, but but I guess some people. They, would he think said so. they were nice guys. <laughs> These were nice aliens. Yeah, he said that they just wanted to to let us know that they were here and that they were, they liked us. And he said he flew around with them and he went to go pick up some parts, uh, UFO parts or something. And then he said, Hey guys, I have a meeting at the UN in a couple of days. And they're like, oh, okay, no problem. And they took him home. <laughs> Jeez. So accommodating. They yeah, didn't charge really. him to take him. They didn't charge him for, for fuel or dilithium crystals yeah. or anything. They he, they just wanted him to know they were there and uh, that they were nice guys essentially. So do nice aliens finish last? On the on the TV, well, I don't know. St- on the sci-fi shows, I guess they usually win in the end. Well, Alejandro, you mentioned Turkey and yeah. Skymon eight seven six, who used to be known as Rigiwa, is a Turkey fanatic when it comes to the shoreline footage yeah. um, that gained quite a bit of notoriety five or six years ago. You guys, of course, uh, have covered the Tur- Turkey cases in uh, the Open Minds, now defunct Open Minds magazine. But what are your thoughts on the case? He wants to know if you found out anything uh, more. Have there been any developments uh, from these guys uh, down there? 
course, uh, Roger Lear described when he yeah. was on the show uh, there a couple years been, back. He described being there when they took some of the famous yeah. footage. And There have been on my end. You know what, guys? It's as positive as we're going to get. We're just going to have to get into to the reality. If reality is uh, not positive, we need to know what it is. Uh, so, sorry. The positive part of the show's over, guys. But okay, uh, so turn off the radio. Turn off your <laughs> iPhone. No, it's still going to be informative, informative and enlightening. Because you have to have the truth. You have to have know the negative to to bring some positive. But anyway, I'm informative. He's enlightening. But we never get together. <laughs> I, I went to write this story for the magazine. And of course, whenever I write a story, I want to thoroughly examine and research the story to find the root of where everything comes from to write a, an accurate and full story. When I wrote this story, I was expecting, because uh, I'm cynical being in this field for this long, expecting to find what, the, what re- those photos really were. And I couldn't. I really felt like this idea of a boat is ridiculous. It doesn't fit whatsoever. Uh, it doesn't look like a cruise ship. You know, people are saying it, it could be the top of a cruise ship that's over the horizon. It doesn't fit with witness testimony. It doesn't fit with um, what's in the video or anything. So I was really surprised by this. However... And here's where the, the, the not so fun. Some people have informed me lately. Frank Warren, I think, was the one who really kind of turned me on to the research, who was able to demonstrate that what was filmed was most likely a reflection, an internal reflection from the lens, because this person had a video camera with a, a big lens on it. So he was zooming in. Uh, when you zoom in on a point of light in the dark with cameras such as this, often there are artifacts where essentially that point of light reflects the edge of the internal lens. And they were able to produce pictures that look very similar. And, and the internal lens has a notch. They have notches in them very similar to the notch that's seen in these turkey videos. And it's in this notch that people believe they can see aliens. Now, I wrote about the, the thing with uh, the guy claiming that, you know, those were aliens in the notch. I'm not so sure. I mean, it's blurry. I can see how they could think that. If this truly was an extraterrestrial spacecraft, perhaps that's what they were. But I, I'm not convinced of that. But um, this new uh, explanation uh, for me is very promising. And I plan in the next couple of months here to explore this more closely to see if I can reproduce uh, that effect. And I'm going to do my best to do that. And I'm, I, at least at this point, I'm confident I will be able to do it. Let's go back to abduction since we're dealing with unpleasantries. <laughs> do we hear much about abductions anymore? It seems like the most compelling cases are in the years past. I think that's a really good point. And uh, it's funny because my girlfriend was just talking about this. She's like, I don't believe any of these new cases. Uh, the old ones, uh, you know, people who say it's happening now, I'm not so sure it is. Of course, we have people like uh, Yvonne Smith and uh, a lot of the abduction researchers out there who do believe that it's still happening. Um, this is mostly anecdotal stuff. and uh, But yeah, you're right. The older cases, I mean, when it comes to abduction, I think... 
Uh, I'm really excited about the Congress this year because we're going to have the Allagash guys. This is something that happened in 76. We're going to have one of the Allagash guys, but we're going to have some video testimony that we just got from uh, some of the others where it's a multiple abduction case. Very, very credible case, I believe. Um, but these are all older cases. So I think you raise a really good point. I mean, is that still going on? Even Kirsan Alumzanov says his happened in the 90s, something like 93. Um, so I, th I think that's a, that's a great question. One of the cool things that happened this year, and it's going to happen again next year for people, uh, speaking of the cool uh, stories from um, uh, 2014, is Travis Walton took people back to the site uh, where uh, the alleged abduction happened there. And uh, we were able to go there as well. Uh, and he told the story. We got some footage. We have a YouTube video of us kind of showing you the area and everything people can go look at. Or Last year was the 39th anniversary. This year will be the 40th. And so he's going to be taking people back there for the 40th in November. So you can keep an eye for that. He calls it the, the Skyfire conference. So that's kind of cool um, to get an idea of this place because I don't know how you guys feel about his case, but I think that uh, uh, the more and more I look into it, the, the longer I know him, I've known him for so long now, uh, spent a lot of time with him. It just seems like a real credible case. And um, so what might have happened at that spot, you know, 39, 40 years ago is, is pretty extraordinary. Yeah. There was also attendant uh, cases, too, sprinkled around the area, including the only wave of cattle mutilations that Arizona experienced was all in the, the month, uh, six weeks leading up to his abduction. Uh, wow. So it, it, there, there's other, you know, when I when I look at a, a case um, that's gained a lot of attention, that has a lot of notoriety, the first thing I do is look and see if there's other cases that aren't as well known. And in the case of Travis... And uh, the guys, uh, there was a lot going on along the Mogollon Rim uh, that that definitely uh, was unusual um, in late September, October, and into early November of '75. And uh, I just I find it uh, pretty interesting that you should have uh, this claim right at the at the at the height of uh, quite a number of reports that were being filed by law enforcement ranchers and, and others in the area, including Clifford Mahoudi, who had a sighting, a really riveting sighting that was right over the Zuni Pueblo. Um, just a, a couple of weeks, I think, or three weeks uh, before or, or after, I think the, uh, the Walton case. So, so that's, uh, that's all supportive. Uh, I think of the reality of, of the event that something did happen. You know, there was another piece of news, too, about abduction that's really interesting from this year. William Shatner is saying that he's going to write a book based on John Mack's research into alien abduction. And, William uh, Shatner. Guess, let's just stop a moment. William yeah. Shatner. <laughs> now, I guess when this guy this is out? involved in everything. You know, he's trying to sell you discount air tickets and hotel reservations, and he's written or i say co-written some science fiction novels so i'm not surprised but of course we know with william shatner it's not that he really writes these books he gets in the ghost writers and he works with him to put these books together i want to ask you more about that though alejandro rojas is joining us from open minds and we're keeping our minds open right now gene and chris you're in the paracast 
independent-minded. The Genesis Communications Network. GCN. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I had already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TECHNIGHTOWL for a special discount. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231 and the Berkey guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey light, the Berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653 or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. Hi, my name is Scott Fuchs, teacher and rowing coach for over 14 years. I was sluggish, overweight, on prescription drugs, and only 30-something. Fortunately, I was referred to Dr. Z, and happy to say Dr. Z's all-natural protocols over a consistent course resolved my health issues. I'm in the best shape of my life, and most importantly, on zero medications. I'm Dr. Zdanowski, author of Evology, trained as a primary care physician, surgical manipulation under anesthesia, expert in nutrition, diet, weight loss, immune system, and I specialize in chiropractic. My 15 years of professional experience has taught me the four keys to vibrant health, a balanced muscular skeletal system, an integrated nervous system, a flowing lymphatic system, and a body filled with over 90 essential nutrients. This has been a secret too long. Actualize your potential, reverse disease. Call me, Dr. Z. 201-945-1177, 201-945-1177, evolveyourself.com. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just 19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV 
Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Hey, this is Marie D. Jones, the author of This Book is from the Future, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. We're back with Alejandro Rojas, and we'll talk briefly, just very briefly, about the Paracast Plus, plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. You go there, you'll learn how to join our premium service. You subscribe, and you get the ad-free version of the Paracast, a higher-resolution copy, better quality audio. You hear Alejandro even better than he is now, and I don't know how that's possible. You also get the After the Paracast podcast, a Paracast TV channel coming. More new features make it easier for you to learn about new episodes and listen in such apps as Downcast for iOS. And we're not downcast about this episode. And by the way, I should mention one more thing. The freebie. We have a freebie that we're offering you. You sign up for a year or five years for the Paracast Plus, you get a free copy of Stalking the Tricksters, that classic book from Chris O'Brien, the ebook version. We have them ready to go out now. So get your subscription in. Plus.theparacast.com. Plus.theparacast.com. Alejandro, let us continue with our discussion. Let us do that. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you find this guy, Chris? Um, actually, we kind of found each other. Um, Colorado goes all the way back to, yeah, he has a connection to the San Luis Valley, where, of course, I spent many years doing investigative work and I lived there for 13 years. And Alejandro's family is from the valley. I wanted to uh, ask you, Alejandro, with regard to UFO abductions, and this is the bigger question of all, what do you think is responsible? Are they really meeting up with ETs, undergoing some kind of weird psychic experience? What's going on? Well, I just uh, wrote a story about Greer in one of his latest sightings where uh, I was able to be enlightened by one of his um, followers. There are Arcturians that are visiting us. um, Oh, it's the Arcturians now, huh? They're here to visit us for peaceful reasons. And um, one of the methods of creating peace is by flying over groups of people uh, and flashing their lights on and off and taking off very quickly. And so wait a minute, wait a minute. You flash your lights on and off. Are you hypnotizing the people? Is this hypnosis or something? And I don't know how that, you know, they could just be pissed off because these guys are shooting their lasers at them and then they flash their lights. They could be like, F you. And then they're taking off. So, no, I don't, I, I am, I'm not a hundred percent on anything. Like I said, I don't think we have a hundred percent evidence on, um, that's why I like Chris O'Brien's work and John Keel and, and his friend, um, uh, from the San Luis Valley, uh, Damn David man. Perkins. Yeah, David Perkins, you know, kind of introducing, well, and it's what Heineck and Valet got to, a lot of people in this field, is that they weren't able to 100% pin down this is extraterrestrial nature. And uh, just because that is a, 
a hypothesis we can come up with without being able to prove it doesn't mean that it that's what it is. Um, I think there could be any number of things going on. I think there are psychological things going on here, uh, especially with abduction and, and others, uh, phenomena that we're not familiar with uh, yet. I think there is a third party involvement, though, it seems like. And uh, could this be people from the future? I know there's some people that feel strongly of that at James Penniston of the Rendlesham Forest Witness. He believes there are people from the future. Mac Maloney, who writes about military cases, he thinks they're most likely people from the future. That's possible. Uh, so I don't know for sure that we're talking to extraterrestrials. And um, just because someone is being told even even if some of this anecdotal is information is accurate and these people are saying well you know they told me this well how do we know that's true we def- we don't know that why For should certain- we believe et yeah, I mean, we don't have a reason to believe ET, and and the people who like even when you talk about Ilyamsanov, uh, or you know, he's had it well. He's rich. He's got friends in high places. He hasn't had any negative effect, but I think that's rare. Um, certainly, if you ask Travis Walton uh, about uh, his experiences, he would say they were extremely traumatic, and he's had a lot of negative effects. I think if you asked him, he would say, "I wish it never happened." A lot of people do say that, but you know, um. It's funny because I was really, uh, it made it poignant, I guess, because it's kind of a worst case scenario. I was watching American Horror Story. I'm on the second season where there's alien abduction involved. And this poor guy who uh, supposedly was taken by aliens is in an asylum. I mean, people who have these experiences, even if they were positive, have some very negative side effects. They are ostracized by society if they talk about this. No doubt many people are just feel awkward and strange about it. And uh, there's no doubt, you know, you talk with these people and that they've had uh, problems in their relationships when they tell people, family members, uh, that they believe they're being taken by extraterrestrials. So, um, you know, there's a lot of ramifications and and so... If it is happening, I don't know what that it's can't it's not all positive. So let me ask so, you here, then if an alien abductee says abductee says to you, Well, I've had these experiences for a number of years and I'm perfectly sane, I'm perfectly normal. There's been no impact. I wouldn't believe them, would you? Um I'm not talking about reality or falsity here. I'm just talking there's about there's been the no impact. negative impact, you mean? Sure. How could you undergo uh, anything I, like that and not be impacted, not be hurt? I in some had a way? case that she claims it so was no, all I positive. Have to hear more. Yeah, I mean, there's contact cases, uh, alleged contact e cases. She was in love with her alien uh, lover, who yeah. would occasionally dress up in a gold cape and uh, like a gold lame cape, like Elvis. Yeah. So. Ooh, I got, <laughs> and that's normal. I mean, I kind of want to just say, if I could sit down with him and say, okay, if you're trying to um, create uh, or, or, you know, have relations with humans, uh, a positive kind of uh, back and forth, abducting us and doing experiments on us is not the best way to go about it. You know, it might have been best if you would have come and said, hey, we're aliens, we're here, uh, we need to do some experiments, are there any volunteers? It's very important that we get some people. They probably would have got a lot of people if they did that. But why do you evaluate I mean, a lot ET of people if there are ETs by our standards and our motivations? They're Society but, may not even allow for that. They may feel that 
we're just lesser beings, just a bunch of animals. They can do what they want. Well, and that, I think the evidence is, is more leans towards that. You know, I, I, if leans more towards they're taking us, they're doing their experiments, just like we would do with other animals. Uh, we're a more conscious, uh, communicative being. So, uh, they are sending us messages of peace and love to chill, make us, you know, relax while they do their experiments. And then they put us back and, you know, so be it, even if it's a positive experience and, and it destroys your relationship with your family and makes you ostracized by society uh so be it you know your your butt will stop hurting in a few days right so basically to them it's like taking a poor animal and patting it on the head and saying good boy good boy and then torturing the life out of them but then are these experiences even literal which is of course the big thing it's not just where is the source for abductions are these people remembering what really happened and the reason i bring that up is a theory i've expressed that sometimes gets convoluted and that is we talk about screen memories with abductions where supposedly et is hiding the details with the memory of something else and i suggest turn it around maybe the abduction experience itself is the screen memory for some other unknown event. I mean, that's entirely possible. Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, what's interesting, you know, along those lines, is speaking of John Mack and William Shatner writing a book about John Mack, is that uh, John Mack was not convinced uh, that these were physical uh, experiences, that they were all in the mind. Now, he felt that there was a third party involved but uh, if they are all in the mind, uh, the mind is certainly easily uh, manipulated uh, when it comes to memory. If you do research on memory, my degree is in psychology, and memory is, is an extremely fallible thing, and it's very malleable. Um, more and more studies prove this. Uh, so it wouldn't be difficult most likely to create a screen memory, even if it's not a strong screen memory, uh, your mind fills in the blanks all by itself. So it will build upon this memory. And they know this because it's very easy to implant. People do this all the time. Memories into people just by suggesting something when an occurrence happens. And people's minds, they've done experiments uh, after time, as time goes on, build these elaborate memories around these things that are false. Right. Who knows? Real or false UFO abductions. Alejandro Rojas joining Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Not just an alternative to the mainstream media. We're the premier independent talk radio network. We are GCN. Are you hungry for delicious, nutritious, rich, and satisfying home-cooked meals? Discover the Vita Clay 4-in-1 Smart Organic Cooker. Unglazed Zisha Clay, an ancient secret that makes this fast multi-cooker so special. Infusing your food with incredible flavors, perfect texture, vitamins, and minerals for your good health. It's a slow cooker, rice cooker, a steamer, plus a yogurt maker. Go to VitaClayChef.com and enter promo code RADIO20 for 20% off at checkout. That's VitaClayChef.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial 
financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. The Freeze-Dry Guy presents Freeze-Dried Turkey, Freeze-Dried Ham, and the No-Bake Casserole Unit February Sale. Listen, if you trust the Freeze-Dry Guy, as thousands have for their emergency food supply since 1970, don't wait to hear how great this deal is because it's unlimited supply. Call 866-404-3663 and ask for our new Turkey and Ham Unit. Normal retail price, $359.94. Sale price, $251.94. You save $108. And it's chock full of high-quality, great-tasting, freeze-dried diced turkey and ham from Mountain House. The gold standard and long-term storage products or get the freeze-dry guys no casserole unit 153 servings per case at normal retail price of 215.94 sale price 172.75 you save 43.19 but supplies are limited and we always pay shipping right to your door within the lower 48 states call 866-404-3663 and make freezedryguy.com a favorite and check for monthly specials don't miss the freeze-dry guys february sale call 866-404-3663 or visit freezedryguy.com Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. If I close my eyes for a second, I think Alejandro does a perfect imitation of Chris O'Brien. <laughs> In fact, it may be there's only one person talking there out of two different microphones. Mm-hmm. How do you know? I've never Chris seen them together. I may not ex- exist. This may be a hoax that uh, perpetrated by Chris. <laughs> right. You're my screen memory. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people think Chris and I are the same person and he's my nightmare or I'm his nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're my nightmare. I resemble that remark, but talking about abductions. So, so many possibilities here. And don't you think, and this is a loaded question, that using hypnotic regression to recover memories of what might have happened really serves as a counterpoint because it does sometimes or often cause people to remember things that didn't really happen. I think that what people who do regressions really need to do is to do some actual scientific, you know, uh, documentation on follow some, some scientific protocols and do some papers and, and some experiments to prove regression can even actually pull out accurate memories because there is no evidence of that. There, there's no research. There aren't studies doing this. And people should be studying this to figure that out. I was, I was going to say that it's not admissible in a court of law. So right, it's not. And you know what? I I for many years, uh, you know, I taught meditation, and I was really into this sort of thing and and relaxation. Then uh, when I got into this field, I uh, started going, and and at first I was very skeptical when it came to abductions, but uh, I decided, you know, uh, people were coming to me as a MUFON field investigator who wanted help, and uh, I decided to take them to um, Dr. Leo Sprinkle because he actually has a degree in psychology, uh, and uh, and I thought that was important. That right, and he's probably the first... 
uh, most UFO experienced. investigator that actually did hypnotic regression yeah. work all the way back in the mid 60s. He was only a few hours away from me. So when I did that, I saw that these regression methodologies were similar to uh, the relaxation things that I had learned about. And so I actually went and sought out and got a certificate in uh, hypnotherapy and relaxation. And what that demonstrated to me is just even more so how malleable the mind is. When you use hypnotherapy for therapeutic reasons, you relax a person and then you use imagery and all of these little tricks to really bring them into a fantasy that is created by their own mind. And essentially, you're just helping them. And it's a very effective uh, hypnotherapy and, and helping them resolve issues. But what you're doing is you're telling them, imagine... For instance, imagine going into a room and in this room, there's going to be a person standing there and that person is going to be the exact person who knows how to solve this issue that you're having. And then you tell them to uh, describe the room because this brings them further into it. What does the room look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? Who's in the room? What does that person look like? Who is that person? Do you know that person? What are they wearing? Uh, and all of this you know, descriptive stuff makes the mind create this fantasy and you walk them through this and you say, okay, you know, you walk them through a conversation with this other person is a common method. And then when you're done, they remember this, they've had all these revelations, essentially just this uh, fantasy conversation that happened in their mind. So they feel better about whatever the issue is. And they're always shocked. I can't believe that, you know, I came up with this stuff. I mean, what's with the pink room with the, the fuzzy carpet? Where did that come from? I've never been to a room like that. The mind, you know, does this, it creates all of this stuff. And so especially, unfortunately, like the work Bud Hopkins was doing, if you were to take someone into, and, and Dr. Sprinkle's careful about this, you don't lead. Whenever you tell someone, so the room, was it round? Were there no corners in this room that you were in? Yeah, I don't think that, you know, right there, you put in the suggestion and their mind just created this room. So basically what you would do, do, Alejandro, is what did the room look like once you established exactly. somebody was in a room? What does it look like? Show me any distinguishing features. What about the walls? What about the ceiling? Were there, but you what don't was talk there? about aliens. You don't give them a survey and have them fill out a survey to determine whether they're being abducted by aliens and then say, I think you've been abducted by aliens. Let's do a regression to find out about what those aliens did to you. We so therefore, the subject is now predisposed yep. to remembering an alien abduction experience. But isn't that true if you go to somebody Completely who specializes in UFO abductions, has written books on the subject, and made public appearances now, I'm sure people like Bud Hopkins and Dr. David Jacobs and everything were very sincere about what they did. I'm not going to say they were dishonest, but I think once you go to someone like that and subject yourself to hypnotic regression, you are prejudging the result. Aren't You're you? right. And you can't know what level of contamination has happened there. If they are totally circumspect about what they're doing, their mere act of getting involved is going to prejudge the result. Well, and you can you can judge the level of contamination very simply just by looking at the types of cases that seem to crop up uh, with each of these uh, particular 
so-called abduction researchers, they tend to attract the exact kind of case, case after case after case. They're not all over the book. Leo well, attracts uh, people who have more positive, benevolent, more contactee experiences. Uh, Bud and Jacobs attracted the the invasive, uh, they're hybridizing, uh, yeah. you know, alien, uh, human hybrids. Uh, each of these researchers tends to attract or pull out of their their abductee uh, claimants uh, similar types of, of descriptions and true and similar types of, of true. Cases. So you can tell there was some contamination. However, if someone had a real abduction experience, uh, I think that most likely some kernel of what happened is probably in their subconscious and could be pulled out, and perhaps. For people who may have really had an experience, that is being pulled out amongst all this contamination. But what's going on there? Another thing is about Leo. The difference with Leo is that he was what he does is therapeutic, meaning that he wants to lessen the trauma they experience and help them come to peace with whatever is happening. And I think that's very important. These people need therapy for whatever reason, the trauma or, or the, the, the issues they have are manifesting themselves into this ET experience. So real or not, they need some therapy. So Leo will help them come to peace with this whole thing. And, uh, and so then it turns into a more positive thing. It leads the experience, but at least it, uh, is therapeutic, whereas a lot of people who are coming to these really nefarious kind of conclusions are leaving these people thinking, oh, my God, you know, I was just part of this evil crap, and, and these things are going to come back and terrorize me some more. Right. Well, we've gone over this ground time and time again, and there there are no easy answers. I, I yeah. just love the description that a an, a really old medicine man of the Hickory Apache gave his grandson in training to be a medicine man. And when he asked him about the abduction experience, he said that they don't, they don't take you out to your room and through the wall or through the window up to a ship. The ship forms around you. Hmm. <laughs> I always thought that was quite an interesting uh, description. Well, let's move on. We're, we're, we're having so much fun here. We're running out of time. And I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the upcoming 2015 International UFO Congress. And we have a couple of questions on our, you know, our forum that um, talks about some of the, the people that are going to be there. And most notably, you've uh, somehow pulled uh, the infamous uh, Bob Lazar out. And Smoking Pug, who's one of our latest signees, so many people are signing up at the forum. And he's uh, he's popped a question off here. And he, he is asking you, could you please uh, ask Alejandro, does he believe Bob Lazar's stories about Area 51 and was it difficult to get him to agree to speak at the Congress this year? Uh, I'm going to have the answer on the other side with Alejandro okay. Rojas and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. The Paracast. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. 
check out their Prime hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. Have you ever felt like the United States government knows way too much about your financial affairs? I continue to hear stories about property seizures, frozen bank accounts, confiscation of stocks and bonds. It makes me wonder if the U.S. citizen will ever again have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Unfortunately, with the Drug and Money Laundering Act, the IRS Revenue Ruling 6045 of 1984, and the Trading with the Enemy Act and Franklin D. Roosevelt's Executive Order of 1933, some precious metal holdings are subject to government intervention. For this reason, Midas Resources has prepared a report explaining the boundaries of trading precious metals privately. Whether if you have any intention of trading with Midas Resources or not, I have instructed my representatives to give this report out free. Call for your free copy at 1-800-686-2237. When investing, always proceed with caution. Again, call 1-800-686-2237. Exercise your legal right to trade metals privately. 1-800-686-2237. On Facebook, on the news, and in conversations with friends, we're bombarded every day with advice on how to be healthier, from gluten-free and non-GMO diets to how much exercise and sleep the body needs. But how much have you heard about alkalizing the body? AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops are a holistic and natural way to get your body's pH levels back in balance. Just a few drops in water will help your body rid itself of harmful waste. And even the healthiest of diets can be complemented with your daily use of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops. Who isn't looking for more vibrance, vigor, and energy? Now buy two bottles of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops and get $10 off your order. Visit AlkaVision.com or call 800-518-7615. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops are packed with a powerful combination of the most alkaline minerals and compounds. Open the door to greater health, vitality, and zest for life. Alkalize your body, supercharge your health. Call 800-518-7615 or head to AlkaVision.com. What good is a Big Berkey water filter? We get that question a lot here at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. And in a word, the answer is protection. Protection from water main breaks, E. coli contamination, environmental chemical spills, pesticide runoff, chlorine taste and smell, and all forms of fluoride. Plus, Big Berkey water filters are the original gravity water filter system and most trusted on the market for a reason. Tested by multiple independent NSF EPA certified labs, they are the gold standard in water purification. At only 1.7 cents a gallon, a single set of filters can last for 5 to 10 years. That means big savings. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get a Big Berkey today at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. GCN listeners receive 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit our website or call 1-877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. We had E.T. that time. E.T. came over, he came down. He agreed you can't to prove that. Oh. You're down the street from me, Alejandro Rojas. 
I'm going to come over right now and see if E.T. is there. I'm going to see if that picture of this genial guy standing up there is the real one or whether there's some E.T. Gray kind of person. Bob Lazar. How did you get Bob Lazar to come out of hiding and show up? What do you think was about it what difficult? he has to say? Yes, it was extremely difficult. Um, it was, uh, luckily, I have a great relationship with George Knapp. So Bob Lazar did these interviews. This last year, it was the anniversary of uh, him coming forward with his claims about Area 51. And uh, they were great interviews. And I kind of felt, and so did my boss, who's really into this, that Bob Lazar seems like he wants to share some information. So we approached George and said, I know he's, he, you know, never done a talk. He did one small talk out in the desert for Norio Hayakawa, of all people, but there was uh, only five or six people there, I guess. Uh, not that I, I, I love Norio. I think he's a great, he's a funny guy, but uh, just he's a very, he's a skeptic. That's what's interesting about it. But uh, so he's never done a talk. He's never come in uh, public well, like did, that. He, so you're right. He did do something in Rachel back yeah. in the 90 or 91 and he, he whipped right. out his rocket car if i remember <laughs> something like that yeah. um but we said you know this would be his chance to come to the largest gathering of, of ufo people and say his piece and get it off his chest and be done with it and so we approached him with that and he seemed to be open to the idea he's very difficult to get a hold of it was difficult to pin it down uh but he decided he wanted to do it so uh, we've done lots of negotiation to make sure it goes uh well for him uh, of course he chort he trusts george so yeah so i think i'm interested to, to hear his what he has to say um i i am skeptical of the whole Area 51 thing. I think what uh, really kind of one of my biggest problems with it is now when you go look at the map uh, to where he said he was bused to S4, there's nothing there. I mean, we have great uh, aerial photographs and there's no road that leaves out to this area in Papoose Lake, uh, nor does it look like there ever was. Uh, there's nothing there. because, And that's the key is people say, well, maybe they went underground or maybe they, they uh, did this or that. Well, maybe, but we have a description from him saying he was bused there. So there should be a road. Mm. And you can see roads out there. You know that have been out there for a long time, all over the place, and uh, there's no road. So um, that's that's one of the questions I would like to ask. That's one of my big problems. Otherwise, of course, they're pretty fantastical claims, and we've heard from a lot of people that have worked at Area 51 more and more over the years. And uh, you know, we're just hearing about these um, spectacular when it comes to aero aerodynamics and, and uh, you know high tech aircraft, but nothing extraterrestrial. Uh, however. Uh, George Knapp has some compelling stuff. So does Stanton Friedman when it comes to his degrees not being there. But uh, George also agrees that, you know, there is a problem there with the degrees. But he says he has had some corroborating evidence that he has had other witnesses come forward and, and substantiate um, Lazar's claim. So I want in particular, that's where we're having George. He's going to speak to this. He's going to lay down why I give credence to the Lazar story. Uh, you know, Knapp is a, a no BS kind of guy. And he's a he's a true investigative journalist. And I don't think he would uh, say he believes something if he didn't. I believe him to be an honest person. So he's not uh, Brian Williams then. 
<laughs> He's not Brian <laughs> Williams. So I think it'll be great to hear George and then to hear Bob. And at least right now I'm on the fence and I want to hear this whole thing before I, I go any further. But I'm a on the fence kind of guy anyway. So uh, it's hard to be definitive with uh, very much in this field, except for the known complete hoaxes, which are, of course, out there. I noticed that's interesting that the fact is that you're not going whole hog into the prevailing theories. So do you have a theory as to what's causing the appearance of UFOs? Do you think there are several answers to the unexplained cases? What do you think? I think it's entirely possible that extraterrestrials we are here. Uh, you know, I think that uh, I, I think it's kind of funny because uh, what comes to mind now that we're talking about media people is Matt Lauer. You know, when the Stevensville thing happened, Anne Rice uh, asked um, Matt Lauer and Al Roker, do you guys believe in UFOs? And Al Roker says yes. And she laughs. And he's like, why are you laughing? And she says, because you said you believe in UFOs and you don't. He said, yes, I do. And Matt Lauer says, I do too. And she's like, really? And Matt Lauer says, well, if, you know, we knew of creatures on another planet, we would try to go there and observe them. So why wouldn't they do that to us? And I think that's a good way of framing it. And that uh, not only would we go observe, we would probably try to kidnap some of them and do some experiments and, <laughs> and knock them out and then put them back in bed, hoping that they wouldn't notice anything happened. So um, I think that's entirely possible. It's also possible that there are people from the future. It's also possible that there's an explanation out there that we can never imagine. And I think this is kind of one of the things that frustrates me. Everybody wants answers, but when you look throughout history's mysteries, often the answers are things we never could have imagined. So there are answers out there that we just can't even conceive or, or speculate on. We can't even, they're just more mysterious than, than we have can uh, come up with what might be the answer there. So uh, there's possibilities and there's revelations for us in the future that we never could have anticipated. Um, so we have to be open to that. And there will be no cliches about whether we can handle the truth if it was presented to us. Well, good Do you point. think that we lose the momentum of UFO research when we simply repeat the same old theories? We simply repeat the same old stories. We talk about I don't well, think it hurts Roswell as long over as, and over again. Yeah, I don't think it hurts as long as we're open and we're it's in the sense of true research, um, as opposed to having foregone conclusions about these things. Foregone conclusions are never helpful, um, but I think they're interesting. I mean, here's a good story that came out this last year: NSA and the NSA UFO files. It could be argued, come on, we already went there. We already asked the NSA for their files. They gave us the files, and they're all redacted and whited out. So it's like done, you know, let's leave this alone. But John Greenwald pursued it and he was able to get them to say this last year, we lost all of our UFO files. Those ones, you know, cause had this big lawsuit. It was a big deal. They knew these files were a big deal and they conveniently lose them. I think that's a story. And that then raises a question. Why would they quote unquote, lose these files. Um, where are they? What the hell's going on here? Um, I think that's a great story that came out from this last year, too. Well, I think no. the less great story came out earlier this year about the disclosure of Project Blue Book files, most of which had already been disclosed. But I do not want to go there. 
We have Alejandro <laughs> Rojas joining G and Chris this week. Don't forget plus.theparacast.com. Join, get a free copy of Chris O'Brien's Stalking the Tricksters before the trickster comes after you. All right? With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Free from the shackles of corporate America, we're the place for independent thinkers. G-C-N. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. Have you ever wondered if you could make electric, light, or heat in your home for free? It is now a new day. How about a motor that charges batteries at the same time? What if this also restores useless batteries and saves you lots of money? Come to our Renaissance Charge conference workshop on March 7th and 8th in Chicago. Visit r-charge.com. That's r-charge.com for details. Or call 208-304-2954. 208-304-2954. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. The Freeze Dry Guy presents Freeze Dried Turkey, Freeze Dried Ham, and the No Bake Casserole Unit February Sale. Listen, if you trust the Freeze Dry Guy as thousands have for their emergency food supply since 1970, don't wait to hear how great this deal is because it's unlimited supply. Call 866 404 3663 and ask for our new Turkey and Ham Unit. Normal retail price $359.94, sale price $251.94. You save $108. And it's chock full of high quality, great tasting freeze dried diced turkey and ham from Mountain House. The gold standard in long-term storage products or get the freeze dry guys no bit casserole unit 153 servings per case at normal retail price of 215.94 sale price 172.75 you save 43.19 but supplies are limited and we always pay shipping right to your door within the lower 48 states call 866-404-3663 and make freezedryguy.com a favorite and check for monthly specials don't miss the freeze dry guys february sale call 866-404-3663 or visit freezedryguy.com don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. 
Say goodbye to the cable guy and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Hi, it's Grant Cameron from PresidentialUFO.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So, Gene and Chris in the Paracast, this has been such a fascinating session that I now want to call Alejandro after the show and we'll do lunch someday and continue this discussion without a microphone, without a recording equipment, so you won't know what we're talking about. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, okay, so maybe the government knows more than what they claim to know. Or wouldn't it just be as convenient as funnel all that stuff to private industry so you have plausible deniability? We don't have any files. There you go. What do you think? Well, you know, I've suggested that. And uh, I mean, it makes complete sense that um, the private sector would uh, be a good place for a lot of this uh, stuff to go. I mean... Um, we contract out a lot of the military, something like the majority of uh, forces, quote unquote, that we have in, in the Middle East, for instance, are contractors, um, mercenaries. So there's a lot of top secret work and collaboration done with the government uh, and the private sector. So, for instance, the Colonel Corso story. Uh, should there have been artifacts retrieved from Roswell, you know, the scenario he provides where those would be farmed out to uh, private industry is probably pretty accurate. And in that case, you know, they don't have to release their files. There's no sunshine law when it comes to uh private companies, and they would be the people. The Air Force doesn't build their rockets or their, their jets and their, their weapons. It's a, it's a company that does that. So it would be a company that would be building or working on some of these things. It's like, you know, even with Bob Lazar, sure, it was, a, he says, a Navy project, but, you know, it was like, uh, I don't know what company he says, something like EG&G or something like that. That was actually uh, who he was working for. And of course, Lockheed Martin was the one who started the facility at Area 151 in the first place at the behest of the CIA in conjunction with the Air Force and everybody. So, yeah, these would be locked away in um, corporate sort of environments. Okay, so was the iPhone, therefore, based on alien technology? Maybe no Siri is E.T. Siri is an alien voice who's speaking to us and knows a lot about where the closest coffee shop is. Possible. <laughs> Huh? If anybody was an alien, Steve Jobs would be yeah. high on my list. Yeah. On another topic, I think Apple is probably going to be in trouble now that they've lost him. But um, nah, they've possible. been saying that for four years and they're making bigger profits than ever. Well, yeah, but I think that'll wane. We'll see. That's my prediction. 
they have no vision for themselves anymore. Now they're trying to be Android and Android's trying to be iPhone. And it, they're stuck in this game of trying to be mirror their best competition instead of being, you know, the, the groundbreakers and treading on taking the risks and treading on the un, unbroken snow. So I don't know. I, it, you know, it would private industry would have more of a reason to lock away those secrets if they were given some sort of technology and kind of like Corso says, you wouldn't necessarily need to tell them where this technology came from. You could say, here's, this came from Russia. This is something really advanced. We don't know how they did it. Take it and run with it. Someone would. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think it, I'm just saying it's possible. I don't think everything Corso said was accurate. He's even said that he was taking stories from his friends and other people but if he's taking those stories and purporting them to be his personal stories, then there's some fabrication already going on there that is essentially admitted to. So here again, had a big dose of Bill, of Bill Burns. Well, that too. So it's, it's hard to know here again, separate, you know, the chaff from the wheat, but, um, but I don't, I think it's possible, but I don't know. It is interesting that we've had this extreme spike in technology, you know, in the last, um, well, it's exponential happening the last at least hundred years and, uh, and why and how and what that makes this a unique time and place in history. That's for sure. Um, humans are smart and very uh, ingenious and no, they're highly motivated. Sure. I think by and large, uh, you know, the average person, maybe not. We've talked about a lot of humans in this last hour and a half, and not one of them was a very smart one. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> William Shatner is very smart. Okay. now Well, I, William Shatner is the question. one person from Star Trek who knew how to monetize everything, much yeah. more so than anybody else there. No. He was mean, though. He's mean, I hear. More I think than he's that, a goofball, yes. but... Yeah, I don't know. I'm kidding with that human stuff. I think you're right. Humans are very capable, and it's entirely possible we did it with that extraterrestrial yeah, technology. I, I think it's likely myself, but... And, you know, because I, I think, you know, Sam Friedman puts it well when he says, if you would have given a nuclear submarine to Columbus, he would have been like, oh, he wouldn't have been able to figure out a thing on that uh, device. And and so even if we had retrieved it, does that mean we could figure anything out? Well, I love in Valet's book, Fast Walkers, they couldn't even figure out how to open the door <laughs> on, that, the, uh, on yeah. the saucer. It's another great, uh, yeah, which is entirely possible. And I really love the work of these great thinkers because we're losing them. And uh, as people go, people are not in, as into research anymore. They're more into discussion, it seems, these days, maybe with the uh, quick news cycles and, and the internet. Um, so we're losing the, the researchers and the hard thinkers. And I think that, you know, uh, especially as a journalist, we always fall back to the experts and the experts are the people who looked at and researched for a, a long time. A lot of people who claim to be researchers these days haven't done that, but Heineck did that. Valet did that are two examples and they were not set on the extraterrestrial hypotheses. They're open to other explanations because even with all of their hard work, uh, years and years and years of of academic, you know, research. They have not been able to come to hard conclusions. Valet, the only interview I got with him, admitted he thinks it's likely some of this may be extraterrestrial in nature, but uh, much of it probably 
isn't. And uh, the same idea that we just don't know. Yeah, you don't know where to draw the line. Isn't it part of the problem, though, in communicating with the public? They expect us to deliver answers. And I keep talking about the first public appearance I made on a lecture. I was in my late teens, maybe 19, 20 years of age, been involved in UFO research since I was very young. And I get up before the audience and I give them all this fascinating evidence. I can't say I did very well or not, but somebody started asking and started a chain reaction. Well, what's the solution? And I said, honestly, there is no solution yet. We're trying to figure that out. And they really didn't like that. They complain. Why doesn't he have the answers? <laughs> no, you're yeah. right. In yeah. some countries, they talk about like in the Middle East, the authorities have to have the answers. So they'll come up with answers, even if it's it's BS, because that's their culture. You're expected to have the answer. And we're like that uh, in ways, too. And and I'm the same way. I'm not going to come up with an I don't have an answer. There's a lot of my favorite speakers who will come out and say, I don't know. After all of these years, I don't know, and you should be sus- suspect of anybody who does. Yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, I agree, I agree. But then those people who have the answers are the most popular. The ones who are willing to come out and say, I have all the answers, this is it. The Steve Bassett's, the David Wilcox, the Stephen Greer's, here's all the answers laid out before you. People are going to love it. They're going to be like, finally, I've got all the answers, and now I can move on with life. And, and they'll love it. And those people are very popular for those reasons. But I think what's interesting, and people misuse this term all the time, but this is accurate. It's that um, whole thing of uh, um, ah, where you know two facts that are opposing to each other. Cognitive dissonance? Duh. Cognitive dissonance is when you, you know, and these people will go listen to these people who have all the answers. You know, you go to some conferences and they're all the people who have all the answers and they believe every single one of them, even though they're all saying something completely different. <laughs> it's the Arcturians. Oh, yeah, it is the Arcturians. It's, oh, it's Pleiadians. Oh, yeah, it is the Pleiadians. Well, which is it? Uh... Uh, it's both. Well, those guys say if you believe in one, you're an idiot for believing in the other. Let's stop right now. We have another segment left with Alejandro Rojas. Believe it or not, with Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Not just an alternative to the mainstream media. We're the premier independent talk radio network. We are GCN. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. As the New World Order continues to tighten its grip on every facet of our lives, 
we're all asking ourselves, how can we maintain our independence? The answer is clear. Get prepared and get prepared now. The only question left is where do we begin? My Patriot Supply is here to help. Call 1-800-847-3070 to get started with your 72-hour emergency food supply for only $10, and they'll even ship it out for free. Are you willing to rely on the government and FEMA? Call 1-800-274-3070 to get started with your 72-hour emergency food supply for only $10. You won't be able to find this deal online, and there's a strict limit of four per caller, so don't wait. Call 1-800-274-3070 today. That's 1-800-274-3070. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right, General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right, that's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 866-91-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Call 866-91-STEEL. That's 866-917-8335. The human body is extraordinary. Despite all the stresses we inflict upon it, it still works hard to stay in balance. Thousands upon thousands of people rely upon Heart and Body Extract to help their body stay balanced. This excellent 100% natural herbal formula helps maintain healthy blood pressure levels, cleans arteries, promotes good circulation, balances cholesterol, and more. HB Extract, paired with healthy lifestyle choices like good nutrition and exercise, can give you a life free of pain, sickness, and fear. Recapture your youthful vitality and experience your body healing itself with the aid of hb extract it's extremely effective and it starts working in just days visit hbextract.com to learn more and to read scores of testimonials from satisfied customers and we've never increased our price in over 10 years that makes heart and body extract as great a value now as it was the first day we sold it a healthy heart is a happy heart call 866-295-5305 or go to hbextract.com Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Where I've done this time, instead of prejudging who's going to say the Paracast, I let them decide it psychically. How do so you know? I don't. Do you know who said it? This Actually, time? I can reach my hand into Skype, into your picture, and grab you by right the now. neck and force it. I haven't used that secret ability yet. Chris people has will not now done quote me yet, on the so internet and say, Gene Steinberg thinks he can put his hand through his iMac and therefore reach the head of Chris O'Brien or Alejandro Rojas or any guest. We're having so much fun. This two hours just flew by. There's been a number of people that have been wondering about Stan Romanek. I know that you've been friends with Stan and Lisa for many years. Uh, you've been following that case since 2000, as, as have I. 
in light of some of the really unfortunate stuff that's happened uh, to Stan over the past year, year and a half, what is your feeling about that case? What is his status right now? Um, what are your feelings about these charges that have been leveled against him? And kind of give us a quick thumbnail update, if you would, on the, on the Romanet case. Okay. It's hard to, to talk about, but I, I'm, I'll um, give you what uh, – it's hard to talk about because Lisa especially. I love Lisa to death. She's an absolute wonderful person. She's an honest person, um, and her family uh, are – really close friends of mine. I, I really uh, love those people and do not want to bring any hardship or, or pain upon them whatsoever because they don't deserve that. But uh, as far as these charges, uh, I do not you know, think anything's a foregone conclusion at this point. I am waiting, uh, I think, to hear what the evidence is, because we don't know everything, because, of course, the case hasn't gone to trial, so we'll see yeah, And it seems so there. out of character, too, that it's just, it, when I first read about the, these charges, I, I was a slack-jawed, because it, it that, that was the last thing I'd ever expect to hear. I mean, Stan may be a lot of things, but, uh, you know, what they're trying, what they're trying to say with child pornography and, and, and this sort of thing, it, it just didn't Something about that just didn't ring true to me. Uh, I must say, I have a lot of problems with Stan in the case and some of the, you know, some of the elements of the case and being caught red-handed trying to hoax uh, during interviews and that sort of thing. You know, kind of leave me a little cold because I'm 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 pretty pretty much a stickler for being straight up about things. But but to be honest with you, I, I have a hard time believing that um, that he would be dumb enough to uh, to allow himself to be. Uh, caught in, in, in such tawdry circumstances. Yeah. Well, it's hard, you know, but he has done some really stupid things. It's an example that's similar to the Don Schmidt thing in that, you know, he had a group of people around him, such as Nancy Talbot, myself, um, others who have always tried to help guide him, but he's always done his own thing and his own thing has often been self-aggrandizing, but um, exaggeration to the point of extreme inaccuracy, and, and which is a major problem. Uh, a lot of times he would let his wife correct him because she knew she'd be like, no, Stan, that's not what happened. That's not, you know, you're, you're overstating things. And uh, a lot of things is he just doesn't, he's not, he doesn't have a good memory and he doesn't understand how important it, the accuracy is. Um, and another problem is he, he's outright faked and lied. He's done that. I'm confident he's done that. He's lied to me before and I've caught him in lies. Um, so why so, bother? Let's just shortcut this. If this okay, guy's lying, bother? even if he had at the core of it an authentic experience, and I think that might apply to other so-called contactees, even if he had one or more genuine experiences, as soon as he starts lying, drop it. Get to something else. Well, I think there's a lot of reasons why bother. First of all, for me, why bother? Because I have a vested interest in, in his family and, and they are close friends of mine. The other thing is, is why would someone do this? I don't think this is the first case that someone had a genuine experience and then uh, began to exaggerate it and then maybe even began to fabricate that uh, more was started, was going on. And well, the attention is becomes kind of like a narcotic. Yeah. 
why and how does this happen? I have a feeling that Billy Meyer might have had a real UFO sighting and maybe a real UFO photograph. Well, so uh, did Dadamski. Uh, so did Daniel Fry. I mean, you, exactly. you go down the list. So this is a common phenomenon of then, you know, these people beginning, because I, I believe Billy Meyer then went into hoax photos and, you know, to hoax these claiming to be in contact with aliens. Maybe he even convinced himself of it. So why does this happen? I think we have to examine it and view it. These are extraordinary things happening to very normal, regular people. And how do people handle things like this? So what is uh, the grain of truth? And with Stan, there are some extraordinary events that I think may have really happened. And, it, and that's what makes it, to me, interesting, some of the minutia and details of the case that others don't have insight. And it's so complicated that I could see people just washing their hands of it. I don't think I'll ever wash my hands of it for, for those reasons. And I want to try to, and it's hard to even present it to people, but I want to try to do that. In fact, I think I'm going to do a workshop at Contact in the Desert where I share with people Look, here's the hard stuff of the case. But here's some of the crazy stuff I can't explain. What do you think? Kind of have an interactive and just ask people, what do you think? You know, that's a good idea. And yeah, to have a discussion about it. And I do this with a lot of my colleagues just to discuss it, to help guide me and, and to process it in my mind to try to figure out what to do with it. So we'll see what happens. I mean, that his defense tried to go for, uh, kind of a plea of insanity uh, that got turned down. Um, the nature of that, I don't know, but uh, certainly it sounds like the prosecution is using his uh, ET claims as, as evidence of him being a liar and a hoaxer. So we'll see where it all goes or if that even gets into the courtroom because um, apparently, at least thus far, he has not taken a plea and it's going to go to the courtroom. So we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I can't say that he's innocent and was set up. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe that. I There's no reason to set him up. It's a, a lot of people say Williams, um, Wendell Stevens was set up. And I'm sorry, people. And I know people get upset. He was not set up. No, <laughs> he uh, loved we watching have his little files. girls swim in his pool. <laughs> We've got, you know, all of his files. We've got all of this information. Um, he And here's the other thing. If he was set up, they did a terrible job because he didn't begin writing books till he went to prison. And he wrote most of his books, uh, his UFO books, from prison. So people, he was just a, a quiet researcher until he went to prison. And then all of a sudden he started getting all this UFO stuff out. He was able to work with China to get their amazing UFO sightings into books, into a book. So, I mean, he did a lot for ufology and UFO stuff while in prison. So it didn't work if they were trying to silence him. And, you know, Stan had really done major damage to himself before these allegations even came forth. We yeah. can explore the story of Stan Romanek in future episodes. Alejandro, where can we find more of the things that you do? Openminds.tv. You'll find everything. You'll find our daily news stories and, and everything. Of course, uh, we're going to be really busy with the UFO Congress. You can find that at ufocongress.com. Chris will be there. Clifford Mahoudi, probably many of the people you've had as guests. But you can really find everything uh, at openminds.tv. 
openminds.tv and Chris, I will also be at the International UFO Congress getting interviews, roaming around, trying to scarf some free food. I have no idea. We have something free to give you, by the way, a copy of Stalking the Tricksters by Chris O'Brien. You want a copy free, the ebook version? Here's how to get one. Go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. That's P-L-U-S dot theparacast.com. Sign up for a subscription of one year or more of the Paracast Plus. You get the free ebook version sent to you and also the ad-free version of the Paracast, a higher quality audio copy after the Paracast podcast exclusive to Paracast Plus members and more to come, such as a Paracast TV channel. If you want to subscribe to our weekly newsletter, we've got another book from Christopher O'Brien called Secrets of the Mysterious Valley. So if you sign up, you get a copy by going to theparacast.com. Chris O'Brien's site is OurStrangePlanet.com, OurStrangePlanet.com, where it's not strange if you buy the hard copy versions, the print versions of his book, he'll autograph it for you. How about that? Alejandro Rojas, thank you for joining us on the Paracast. Thank you, guys. It was a lot of fun. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in... The Paracast.